Father, thank you for this time together as a family to read your word. Please oh, forgive us for the places where we miss it, Lord. For the places when we, for the times when we stumble, and, and and for the times when we we just really need your grace. As we come before your word tonight, Father, I ask that you would just forgive us for our sins. And that you would forgive us for anything we have between ourselves and you. Each of us knows what that is. Help us to receive your word. Open up our eyes. Open up our ears. Feed your sheep, Lord. Help us to understand and help us to receive the prayer that Paul taught to the Ephesians um, with a whole heart. Implant it in our hearts, Father, and let it lay down deep root so that we would also emulate Paul in this type of prayer. I know that he was led by the Holy Spirit, by your spirit, and I pray that you'll lead us the same way with the same spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. Mm. For this cause, for this cause, I, Paul, what was the cause? For this cause, the cause was in verse 22 from the chapter before. It says, in whom you also are builded together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. You're builded together. You are a body of Christ inhabited by the Spirit of God. You are together a body of Christ. Builded together, we are a body of Christ. And, and sometimes we see things from a different vantage point, from a different angle, because we're each different parts of the body. We each have a different placement in the body. And we're also in different positions of maturity in our spiritual walk. And so uh, it's important that we don't inadvertently knock other Christians down. We do that so quickly sometimes. So just because they don't see things exactly from the same vantage point that you have doesn't mean that they're wrong. Right. Sometimes, sometimes it really doesn't matter if they're wrong. Yeah. Because it's not a matter of salvation. <clears throat> right. Not a matter of salvation. Um, even Jesus said, if they're not against us, they're with us. That's right. If they're not against us, they're with us. And so sometimes there are well-meaning people out there that are missing it. And, and others can come along and in love can show them a more perfect way. Can lead them to a more perfect way. 
But that also has to be in God's timing, in the timing of the Holy Spirit, not in our timing and not in our way. It has to be done in love and it has to be done in the way that God wants it done, in the timing that God wants it done. And sometimes we like to do it with a hammer in our timing. And that is not edifying to the body of Christ. The hammer is never edifying to the body of Christ. If ye have heard of the dispensation of, gra of the grace of God, which is given me to you word. In other words, he says, for you have heard, I suppose, of the responsible charge with which God entrusted me for your benefit. God made me the apostle to the Gentiles. God has set me in charge of this duty. That's what he's saying. This is he is the steward of God's grace. He is he is a steward of God's grace towards these towards the Ephesians. How that by revelation he made me known how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote afore in few words whereby you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. So what is he saying? He's saying and how the secrets were made known to me by revelation as I've already shortly written to you before. I've I've already written to you a brief account of this before. So that when you read and by reading what I have written, you will be able to judge how far I understand this hidden purpose of God in Christ. The New King James says, whereby when you read, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Now, I'm not sure if this letter that he's referring to, the short letter to the Ephesians, talking about his revelation, is the first chapter of this letter, or if it's another letter to the Ephesians that we don't have. In any case, Paul made it known to the Ephesians that God opened up his spiritual eyes opened up his spiritual eyes and gave him revelation of Jesus Christ gave him a supernatural understanding verse 5 which in other ages and it, it's important in this chapter that you understand that and you'll see you'll see why in just a minute or if we get that far, you'll you'll see you'll see why, because there's a prayer in here where Paul is praying that that same revelation, that same opening of the spiritual eyes that God would pour out, that he would he would give in part to the Ephesians. Yes. Uh, verse five, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. So it means in former generations, none of these revelations were made known, and that's true. You can read all, all of the prophets in the Old Testament, and although they prophesied faithfully and they gave 
their prophecies faithfully. Some of them, some of them died. Many of them, in fact, mo almost all of them died, having never known the meaning of their own prophecies that they prophesied. Well, you remember what the angel even said to Daniel. <laughs> yeah, they do, they don't they don't get it, or didn't get it. Yes. Or see the whole thing, I should say. They're not able to see the whole thing. Daniel, Daniel fasted and prayed many times to get revelation, to get understanding of what yeah. he was given in prophecy. Right. He he hungered for the answer, what it meant, what that was his that was his heart's desire. Yeah. Um, but but some of the prophets prophesied things that 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 didn't come true for a couple thousand years. And, uh, and so, so, well, all right, let's go back to verse five here, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men. So in these former ages, when these prophets were on the, in, in the world, they were prophesying about these things without understanding. Exactly. Without revelation of what that they were saying. As it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of the promise in Christ by the gospel. You know, you 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 read through the books, the letters that Paul wrote, and you can see multiple, multiple places where where in ages past the prophets of old prophesied that God would become the God of the Gentiles as well as the God of the, of the Israelites. And, and that the, the Messiah would come and would be who the Gentiles trusted in would be the name that the Gentiles turned to and that there, and that the Gentiles would be the ones who put their trust in the Messiah and Jesus Christ. All these things were in the old Testament scriptures were in, were in the Torah that the, all of the Israelites had memorized and none of them, none of them, it ever came, came to understand that it, that it, what it meant in order to include the Gentiles. They, they'd never, never conceived of the fact that the Gentiles would partake in their inheritance in God. No, they considered Gentiles dirty. Exactly. Filthy and dirty. Filthy and dirty, right down to the point when they saw the Gentiles receive the Holy Ghost. And and they were all shocked by it. Well, you remember how they scolded Peter? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, verse 6, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel, whereof I was made a minister, according to the gift of grace of God, given unto me by the effectual working of his power, unto me, who am less than the least of all these saints, is the grace given, when I should preach among the Gentiles, yes, the unsearchable riches of Christ. That, that he should be the one that goes and preaches to the Gentiles. He says, I am the least 
of all of the apostles, of all the servants of Jesus Christ. I'm the least of all of them. And yet, by God's grace, I've been called to go and preach to the Gentiles. The unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hidden in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Was it mean it means and his reason? Question mark. Is, or, or the purpose? The purpose is that the angelic powers should be made known, should be made known, the all-embracing wisdom of God. According to the eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Or in layman, a, a, a translation means, a, a translation says, this was according to the eternal purpose, which he has realized in Christ Jesus, our Lord. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Or now we can come fearlessly right into God's presence. We can come fearlessly right into God's presence, assured of his glad welcome when we come with Christ and right. trust in him. We can walk into God's presence. We can kneel in God's presence. We can speak to God, the Holy One, directly. Because Jesus Christ is in us. Yes. And when we speak to God, he doesn't see, he, he only sees Christ. He only sees Jesus Christ. And he's happy. He's joyful. Verse 13, wherefore I desire, desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. He says, therefore I beg you not to be disheartened at the sufferings that I'm undergoing for your sakes. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He goes, for this cause, for this cause, because I don't want you to be saddened. Because I don't want you to be downtrodden. I don't want you to be heartbroken. For this cause, I bow my knees to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And this is the prayer that we talked about. I'm going to, I'm going to read the prayer now. So, so pay attention. Lean an ear. Lean an ear in. And listen. Listen to the words that are said. Receive him into your heart. That he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. So what's, what's he saying? He's saying that he would grant to you, according to the riches of his glory. And, and what's the according to the riches of his glory? The, his riches and glory are boundless. They're limitless. There is no way to contain them. There is no way to measure them. There is no way to quantify them. His riches and his glory are beyond anything that we can see or hear or imagine. 
And he says, using that measure, he wants to, he, he asks that you, that every one of you would be strengthened with might by his spirit, by Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit, he, that you would be strengthened with might yeah. in your spirits. That you would be strengthened with power in your spirits. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, might be able to comprehend. You and all the saints would be able to comprehend what is the breadth and what is the length and what is the depth and what is the height. And to know the love of Christ, which passes and we can, knowledge. We can, we can pray that. For people. We can pray that. And, and I do pray that. I have this prayer written down in the first person um, yeah. in, in, my, in my prayer bench. And, and, and to know the love of Christ, verse 19, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. What's, what's all the fullness of God that you can be filled with? It's beyond anything that you can think, anything you can imagine, anything you can even desire in your hearts. It's beyond your desire in your heart because you, you, you don't have a capacity. We don't have a capacity to understand all that God wants to bless us with. Yeah, we only use about 10% of our brain, but 100% wouldn't even understand. Amen. Amen. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. That's what we we're just talking about. Yeah. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. He's not able to do exceedingly abundantly above most of what you think. He's not able to do exceedingly abundantly above um, some of what you think. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above every single tiny little portion of everything that we think. That's right. According to the power that works in us. Unto him. And then what's the power that works in us? The power that works in us is the Holy Spirit. That's the power that works in us it is God's spirit. It is God's power. Unto him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all the ages, world without end. Amen. Amen. Floor's yours, Dad. I thought that was the end of the chapter. That's that's a fantastic chapter. Father, we come tonight knowing, Lord, that we don't know it all. Neither can we know it all. But you are willing, Father. To help us comprehend more and more and more. By taking your word Lord. And getting into it every day. That we might know you better. 
Lord, thank you. Thank you immensely, Father, for the fellowship that we have together. And Lord, you even want more. And I love it when Moses said, Lord, I, I won't go except your presence goes with me. And we have your presence with us all the time. Father, we're grateful, thankful. And Lord, may we truly abound in the riches of your glory. May you surround our hearts, our minds. Take our thoughts and change them, Father, to be your thoughts. Give us power, Lord, to do the things that you've called us and set us apart to do. Mostly, Lord, telling others about Jesus Christ. May we never lose sight, Father, of the fact that we're all, all missionaries. All, Father, are to witness of your greatness, your power, your love. And Father, may we look forward, we do look forward to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We just thank you, Lord, for all that you have made possible, Father, for us to grasp and to understand and to take hold of, Father. Let us take hold of all that you have for us, Father. And Lord, may we truly begin to see that in our hearts. I lift up our family, Lord, to you tonight. We thank you, Father, for this podcast. We thank you, Lord, that we can get together and go over your word, Father, to better understand it, to better grasp what you have for us. Lord, we just uh, lift up tonight Maria and Sky, I pray, God, that you would bless that home. And I thank you, Lord, that you are, God, worth everything that we go through. It's worth it, Lord, when we reach the other side. I just pray, Lord, for blessings over that home. I pray for happiness, for joy, for peace. I lift up Jacob and Raiden to you, Father. ask your blessings over them and their friends. I pray, God, your guidance in Tennessee's life, Father. It's drawing back to you. I lift up Aaron and Elise to you, Lord. I pray, God, for your guidance, Lord, in their work and everything that they set their minds to do, Father. I pray, Lord, that you would direct them. Lift up John to you, Father, ask your blessings over him. and Just to take him, calm his spirit, Father. Take over, Lord, in his life and draw him to yourself. Lift up Olive to you, Lord, I ask God that you would bless her, guide her paths, bless her future, and guide her in all that she puts her hands to Ask the Lord to bless Mel and children. I pray your 
blessings over my wife, Father Gwen. I ask, Lord, that you just strengthen her body, give her guidance, Lord, and things that you have called her out to do. Then, such a such a person, Lord, that comforts others, gives good advice. I ask you, Lord, to bless her in that. I pray your blessings, Lord, over our home. That you would bring, God, those here that you want. Lord, I lift up this country to you. We're going through in a very unusual situation, Father, right now. And I pray, Lord, and ask God that you will give our president wisdom beyond measure. That he will know the things to do. And Lord, that you will bring back this economy roaring and bless this nation immensely and change, O oh God, and remove those, Lord, who oppose the truth in 2020. Lord, may November be a time that we be revived you'll cleanse this nation that you might bless this land father that's your word father you said if my people will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways I will heal the land and father that promise stands whether it's in the New Testament or Old Testament we do oh God choose to do this forgive us father where we failed you we ask your blessings over our churches, Father, that you will move in each church, Lord. The pastors, teachers, Lord, during these times, Father, that maybe we'll even minister to more people than what we were inside the walls. So we just ask, God, that you will help us to, you said to go out, so Lord, that's where we're at. We ask God that you will touch hearts, mend hurts, touch lives, Father, that could be renewed. And Lord, draw many to Jesus Christ. I ask, Lord, that you will correct and touch our judicial system that has become so dishonest. Cleanse, Lord, the judicial system. And Father, I pray that righteous judgment will become part of this country again. Lord, we just give you praise and honor. Ask your mighty hand be upon each one of us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be blessed. Good night, family. Good night.